What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Lake Erie Currents podcast. Appreciate having you here. As always, don't forget, sponsored by our premier sponsor, uh, which is Fairly Decent Golf and Instagram and TikTok. Please check it out. Check out what my friend Bobby has been up to. And running a promotion right now with Fairly Decent Golf. If you use the code CURRENTS, you will save 10% on a purchase of $20 or more through the Big Cartel store. That's CURRENTS. All in capital letters. Save 10% on $20 or more through the store. Thank you, Bobby. Love you. Keep up the great work. Check out Fairly Decent Golf Instagram, TikTok. Okay? So, welcome back for another week of more of the same. However, we do have a genuine question. And it doesn't need to be, like, I'm going to get people that are going to kind of, well, actually, I don't need the actually. Okay? Let's break it down. A straight person is a man who likes to do sex to women's. And a straight person is a woman's who likes to do the sex to men's. Correct. Gay, the actual homosexual, not something that's silly. Because that's a whole different kind of gay. But regular gay is two dudes or two ladies who like to do the sex to each other's. Alright? Mm-hmm. Then there's trans people. That is a chick with tits or a, you know, um, I don't know. What's the antithesis of that? Like, either way. The question here at you hand. You mean a, a chick with a dick? Chick with a dick. Chicks with dicks and a pair of tits, right? Whatever. Um, I, I don't know. Or chicks. Like. It's a guy with boobs who <laughs> pretends to be a girl but has the knob. Speaking of which, if you want more knob news... You're going to have to sign up for the B-side uh, through Patreon. We did a whole segment on uh, on Knob News, and we had a bit of Vampire News. If you're into Knob News and Vampire News, that's the way to go. It's going to be over there. Two bucks a month, all it takes to get in, and you support the show. But when it comes to this kind of Knob News, this is not Knob News. This is Trans News. The question here at hand for all of us, is it transphobic if you, not me, because I, I am married to a lady, a, a an actual lady with lady parts, okay? If you're a dude and you refuse to do sex to a guy who is pretending to be a girl, is that transphobic? And is it gay if you're a dude who does sex to a dude who's pretending to be a girl? Is that gay business? I leave it up here. The question, I want to start right now. I want to find out what people are thinking. Well, let's start with the panel here. Can I go first? Yes. <laughs> you're ch you're champing at the bit for this one. So, like, here's the thing with this. If you are, it, as, a, as a woman, mm -hmm. if I am pursuing or I want to pursue a relationship with a man because I am what they term cisgender right so like if we're going to talk about this transgender then i have to refer to myself as a cisgender or you know straight person right yeah straight straight works so um me as a straight person i'm attracted to men i'm not attracted to women mm -hmm. but if i was searching for a man and the man that i was searching for was actually a woman I would be disappointed, especially if I wanted to have children. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, biological children. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know you could still have a child with somebody and you could do the sperm donation, but that's not really the same now, is it? No, not quite. Like that person that you're with, that child isn't going to be biologically theirs. Biologically, it's going to be some, and I get there's adoption. I'm not saying that. I'm saying as a woman, if I want to have a child with somebody, I, as a, as a straight woman, my goal would be to have sex with a straight man to achieve that goal, right? Like, I don't have to go down the path of other options. You mean the old tried and trusted way that right. we've been doing it for millions of right. years? Because I'm not, I am not, you um, fucking bigot. You know, like, I know women, like that, you know, gay women. They will go ahead and they'll adopt children mm-hmm. or they will, you know, choose to have their partner um, artificially inseminated, whatever. Like, I get that there's options and that's what, you know, that group of people do. However, you're asking somebody, like, to accept that, you know, hey, I- I'm never going to be able to have a child with you. Mm-hmm. And that's for both both ways so as a man who is attracted to women if you end up dating uh you know somebody that's fully transitioned you know had the had the operation everything and then come to find out like you want to have children but you can't because why why can't you because they don't have a uterus right because they got a deuterus and not a uterus (laughs) in my head so I'm just going to say, like, and I'm not saying anybody else does this, but in my head, if I were a transgendered person mm-hmm. saying um, I was a male and now I've transitioned to a female, got the, you know, sexual reassignment surgery, surgery, all the rest, and I didn't look like I was a man pretending to be a woman, mm-hmm. um, I would probably hide the fact that I was ever a man. Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, then you get down to now my partner wants to have a baby with me, but I can't have a baby. Why? Well, yeah. So, like, you know, you're it's it's not that people are not attracted to people that are transgender. There's a lot like a straight person. Right. There's a lot that goes into this. It's not just about I hate you. (laughs) <laughs> right, I mean, like, so the thing is, in order for for somebody to date a transgender person, like, you gotta be at least a little bit gay. Like, I'm sorry, like, you gotta be somewhere on that spectrum. Like, you're dating chicks with dicks, like, you're gay, you, you know, it, there's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, the ideology says otherwise, but you're... You know, biology is king here. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're, you're, you're banging a dude with tits. Like, you know, and that's not saying that, that, that like, they always want to conflate it to, like, just flat out, like, bigotry. And it's like, it's like, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, like, I wouldn't treat you with dignity and respect in public. And I'm not saying that, like, if you present yourself as a woman, I'm not going to be the type of dude, like, even if I can tell, that's going to, like, go up and be like, oh, you're a dude, you're a dude. Like, I, 
I, I have no desire to be antagonistic. That's you're at, you're expecting too much from me at that point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I make no commitments to be antagonistic unless you force me to. Mm -hmm. But like, but yeah, if you're gonna date like transgender people, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you're a dude and you're saying you're straight and you're dating transgender women, like you're you're queer. Like you're somewhere on that spectrum, buddy. Like I'm, I'm sorry. You know, like I hate to break it to you. Like if anybody's in denial about it, it's you. You're you're just you're not a straight guy. You know, you you gotta like you gotta be like yeah, I kind of like that she's got a swinging dick. <laughs> you know, like that isn't something that a straight dude says. It's, it it just isn't. Yeah, that that's that's very true. Um, yeah, it, imagine. Well, how about this? Let's say that you meet somebody the old-fashioned way at the bar or socially or whatever and let's okay let's say that you're the dude and you're like oh man this girl's really pretty i like her we like the same things you know she's into you know the same kind of music i'm into and you start going out and stuff and you made out a few times in the car or whatever but you finally invite her back to your place and you're finally going to get down and do the sex and then you you know you go, you go for, uh, you go for the win, you know. Clothes start coming off, you know, and then you get a knob in your face. Now that's a shock, now isn't it? Now what do you do at that point? Do you say, you know what, I made it this far, I'm going to commit to this knob, or are you going to be like, I'm sorry, what the fuck is going on here? You're going to feel like maybe you're a little lied to about the knob, uh, not fully. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, I bring this up because there is an LGBTQ AII plus uh, publication called The Advocate. Uh, let's see what it says here. Because I want to get, again, I'm interested in people's takes, okay? Dating and finding the right person to be with is hard. It's even harder if you're transgender. A 2018 study showed that only 1.8% of straight women and 3.3% of straight men would date a transgender person. A small minority of cisgender lesbians, I don't know what that means, and gays would be willing. Bisexual, queer, non-binary participants, these were all combined into one group, were most often, <laughs> most open to having, don't laugh. I'm just, that fucking sentence that you just said, can you please reread that? The whole, the whole paragraph? The, the participants, like everything before the word participants. Uh, let's see here. Um, bisexual, queer, non-binary, that? Or, okay, I'll start at the beginning. 2018 study showed that only 1.8% of straight women and 3.3% of straight men would date a transgender person. A small minority of cisgender lesbians, I literally don't know what that means, and gays, cisgender gays, 11.5% would be willing Bisexual, queer, non-binary participants, these were all combined into one group, were most all open to having a trans partner. But among them, just a slim majority, 52%, were open to dating a transgender person. Okay, pause. Pausing. You can't combine those three people, and three separate categories of people into one group. No. Like, that's not, that's a no-no. Well, they don't like that? Like... Bisexual, queer, and non-binary are three separate groups. Like, 
and you combining them together, that's, that's, you know, that's bigotry. Yeah. Well, here, this gets interesting. <laughs> I'm just saying. This gets interesting. Right wing, that is, anti, anti-transgender opinion outlets looked at the result of this study and concluded, though, of course, no one wants to date transgender people based on the assumption that people can tell if someone's transgender. And that is a result. There, that, as a result, would be no sexual attraction. However, this analysis fails on, on several key facts. One is that there are transgender people who are very attractive by any conventional standard. Another is that according to data provided by Pornhub, the U.S. is the world's largest consumer of pornography, and trans porn is one of the most popular types. I always wondered that, too. Now, maybe, like, I know that there are girls that watch lesbian porn that have never had sex with a girl. I wonder if that's the same thing with dudes who like to watch, like, essentially twinks with tits get pounded. I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's that sounds like a compilation video that's being sold. Oh no. Um I'm confused. I'm very confused about this. <laughs> very confused. All I'm going to say is this. You're attracted to whatever you end up being attracted to. But to label somebody as being anti-transgender because they're a guy who likes to fuck girls and not and not other boys, you know what I'm saying? That's there's there's nothing wrong with that. Right. And okay? like, you it's know. It's just hey, listen, you're not my flavor of ice cream. Well, don't you like to eat ice cream? I do like to eat ice cream. But the kind of ice cream you're trying to get me to eat, I will literally vomit. So I'm not going to eat that ice cream. Well, so you're anti-ice cream. Once again, I love ice cream. Just not your ice cream. Okay? Right. You know, that's that's it. Well, like, here's the other thing. And, it, and it's like, it makes... It's just... I get what... <laughs> I get the overall concept of, like, people you know, straight, maybe it's just straight people who, you know, don't like want to date a, a transgender person because they're not interested, whatever, like you just said, right? Like, I don't want to date somebody that have, that has all of these hangups because it's a hangup, dude. Like, and the older you get, the more, um, you know, the more simpler you want things to be in your life. You don't want all this fucking extra shit. Like, I don't need it. Like, it, it I don't need it. Like, straight up, fucking flat out. What do like, you mean by extra shit? Like, like, the drama associated with all of that. Okay. It is a fucking bullshit hassle. <laughs> okay. Like, and I'm, I get that, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just being an honest person. Like, I have no, no problems with gays, transgenders, any of those you know, mm -hmm. like, I, I just don't. Like, I don't even know what to call them because, like, it, it starts to get crazy. Like, and it, I get really stressed out when we when we talk about things like this because I literally don't understand it. And, like, I don't think it should be this difficult. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they want to throw this shit out here. Like, okay, hey, straight up, like, if you just, you know want to like have children uh if you just date somebody because you can have children with them um you know there's something wrong with you. he's like well okay so first of all let me tell you about women women are labeled as whores if they go around and just fuck people just to fuck people okay like that's not what we're talking about mm -hmm. you know what i mean like women straight women 
are put into a box. If you have sex with, you know, X amount of guys, you're a fucking whore. You're a floozy. Okay. Like you're the, you're the girl that just gets to get fucked and you never get to get married, <laughs> you know, period. Like that's how it is. So like, they're not taking into consideration all of these other outliers in this situation. Women, traditionally, straight women, mm -hmm. um, date guys to have a prolonged relationship with them mm -hmm. in hopes of possibly having a family, getting married, all of those things. Like, those are the things that, like, women, you know, especially my generation and before my generation, like, you know, if you're going to be with somebody, you know, you should probably, you know, be committed to that person and not fuck around. You know what I mean? Like, you're a whore. I know it's different now. Like, I don't know how different it is because there's obviously a wide gap between me and all of this other shit that's happening. You know, um, I just, I don't think it's fair to, you know, say, oh, well, you know, you don't, you don't expect your partner to get fertility tests like it on the first date. Like, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about, can we fuck on the first date? You know what I mean? Like, we're talking about a long-term relationship with somebody when you start to date them. Because when you start to date somebody, you have it in your head. I probably want a prolonged relationship, right? Most people don't just like, I'm just going to hang out with this person for a couple of days, fuck them and move on. Some people do that. Some, yeah. The majority of people are looking for a partner. Okay. Right? I mean, or am I wrong? No, what do you I, don't, guys think? I don't think you're wrong. And I, I'm going to turn it over here to Chris. But all I'm just going to say is, I don't think there's anything wrong with a guy who says, I'm not going to have sex with you because you have a dick. I, I yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and to be shamed for that is utterly ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it's the whole rules for thee but not for me type of thing. Like, I just, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Do, they do, they, do they do the same thing for people who have, like, uh, you know, disabilities? What, you want to like, fuck somebody in a wheelchair? <laughs> I'm talking. Hey, and you know, I'm sure there's people that are into that. You know, like <laughs> I'm sure there are. You know, I you know I love people who have like you know disabilities. Um, you know that are like mentally, you know, um, limited. Like okay, you know, are, are we going to start pulling those people into this type of a conversation? <laughs> yeah, like you're anti-disability because you're not going to bang. Hey, you you never go full retard. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm just, I don't know what to say. No, I, I'm always perplexed by these sorts of uh, articles and questions because I find it very curious that the group of you have a right to choose is now lamenting the fact that an individual or individuals are choosing to say, I don't want to have sex with a man. Well, it's not a man. They identify as a girl. Okay. It has a cock and balls. It's a guy. I'm sure it's a very nice guy. They could have a very beautiful face and a great set of tits, but at the end of the day, it's still a guy. Okay? And that's not, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. you know, when, when, when those pantalones are removed and you see a knob, that's not for me. And to be derided for not wanting 
to have a bit of knob in their mouth um, is um, is I find that fascinating that people exercising their choice. Right, I that I like. I feel like it's like the equivalent of advocating for sexual assault. Really, I like if you're gonna deride somebody for not like like that's basically that's coercing somebody into. That's an interesting look. At having sex with a particular person that they don't want. I mean, like, that's, that's, that's like sexual assault. Like, it's like the equivalent, except it's, there's just extra steps involved. It's not just someone coming in and pinning you down and taking you. They beat you into submission. But the, the, the ends do not justify the means. It is still, uh, it's still wrong. It is still wrong. And I'm, again, my curiosity is always going to be how we're, again, biology is king, as Christopher has said. And um, I, I find it interesting that an individual who exercises choice is saying, it's like the same concept if somebody's not attracted to somebody who's of a different race, right? Like, hey, I, you know what? I'm not into dating white people. What are you, fucking racist? Okay, no, I mean, it, it, that's not yeah. my cup of tea. Yeah, it's your prerogative. It's your prerogative, exactly. It's you know, my prerogative. Well, <laughs> Bobby Brown there. Uh, yeah. Or I don't like dating Canadians. Or I don't know, something to that effect. Like, you just don't want to go outside of your zip code, whatever the fuck it might be. Your choice. Choice is, like, that's what we're told over and over again, is that your right to choose how you roll is the most important thing. And in Read a case, book, don't date a Canuck. <laughs> Except for the ones that listen to our show, um, <laughs> we love you. We love you, Canadians. No, but all, and all the jokes aside, but I, I really, I, I'm perplexed by that because I find it such a curiosity that again, I'm being told choices. Choice is the most important thing. You have a right to exercise how you feel, with their exceptions to that ability mm -hmm. to choose. Because now it's transphobic if you don't want. To have a relationship with somebody who's trans and you're transphobic if you don't put that girl dick in your mouth, fucking bigot. Her penis. Her, Her penis. penis. I, I. It's 2024, and I'm never gonna feel comfortable saying that. It's a weird time to be alive. I don't get it. But if you have any kind of, if you have the opposite opinion, I'd like to hear it. I'm not going to agree with you, but we definitely would like to hear it. I just don't know no. why it's my problem all of a sudden. To like I mean, it is. It. You can have you. You can put on the circus all you want. I do not have to buy tickets to it, though. No, exactly. I, I do not have to buy a ticket to your circus. No, um, I, I just don't. I don't. Um, they, they automatically assume, like in reading this article, this is another thing that pisses me off. Is that they automatically assume the reason why straight men or women won't date transgenders is because they don't want to be labeled as gay. That's not the reason. Interesting. Like, that's not... I just said a bunch of reasons, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's a fucking... Like, we're just two totally different fucking types of people, dude. Like, yeah. you know, you yeah. do what you like to do, I do what I like to do, and I don't like to do transgendered, you know, males. It's not my cup of tea. You know, like, sorry, I, 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 I want to have sex with somebody who has a fucking dick. 
Like, <laughs> that's what I want. Like, I don't, I don't know what happens with people who are transgender and like that are women and they turn into men. Do they get functioning dicks? I don't know. I don't care. I don't, you know. No, oftentimes they, they rip a large portion of skin and, and tissue from their forearm that leaves a very hideous scar on the entirety of their forearm. And then they take that lump of meat and make a non-functioning neo-penis right above the clitoris. And it's pretty gross looking. Yeah, <laughs> like, that doesn't sound good at all. Yeah, both, both the scar that's left and the hunk of meat that they sew on. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, they, they talk about, oh, well, you don't have to, like, you know, have kids with somebody right away. You can go out and have a cup of coffee with them. Yeah, but that's also not, like, you can go out and have a cup of coffee with a friend. Like, going out on a date with somebody by, like, taking them to coffee and then telling them, look, you're not for me afterwards, that's leading somebody on. That's more cruel than just not going out on the fucking dates to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we actually really talking about in this whole thing? Like, and how the fuck am I supposed to fuck a transgendered, you know, male when their dick doesn't work? Like, that's the whole point in, in having a relationship with somebody is to be intimate, have sex, do a bunch of other shit because sex isn't everything for forever, right? Like, you have to be able to get along, do other things. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point of the relationship. Like, and if I can't, you know, get a real dick, then what's the point? I may as well just fuck myself. <laughs> I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I get, it really stresses me out. Yeah, I could tell, but that's why I brought it up, because it's definitely, I just, I don't know. Because I, it's, un like, it's uncomfortable, too. It's like, it's like you're the person in the room, like, that's the cringy fucking person that nobody can say anything about, because, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, it's a problem. <laughs> if you say one fucking thing, it's like, you know, the, the whole fucking shit show's gonna... You know. there's, there's no room for nuance in anyone's mind anymore it, no. it's if you say or do this you're a bigot that's you it. know if you believe this you're a bigot there is no there is no yeah no and furthermore i might add too if you recall there was a transgender person who shot up that school in nashville and if you haven't seen the video of the cops taking this man down or whatever they claim to be. It's one of the broken clock is right twice a day. These dudes were clinical and they took this motherfucker out. But the media colludes in a way that makes all like you start to make it a self fulfilling prophecy when anybody that shoots up a Walmart or a school or a synagogue, we have an entire, we have terabytes of information on this individual. Terabytes. Who is this? I'm getting to it. Um, this individual, like that, shot up the tree of life, uh, the tree of life synagogue in uh, in Pennsylvania, in Pittsburgh. We knew everything about their Gab account, what they did for a living, where they went to high school, their friends, all this other stuff. Uh, the guy who shut up El Paso, we knew everything about the El Paso Walmart uh, guy, all of this stuff. But remember the one in Tennessee? I think it was in Nashville that shot up a Presbyterian private school. Yeah. Uh, Steven Crowder got into hot water because they got leaked information of the fucking uh, of of the uh, manifesto and the media and the cops did not want that getting out. 
Why? Why? Because it's perfectly acceptable for us to read every other fucking manifesto. You can read Dylan Roof's manifesto, the, the asshole that killed nine people at a fucking black church uh, out east. That piece of shit that went in there. He, I mean, he was quote, he quoted when he was uh, being interviewed. He goes, these people were so nice to me, I almost didn't do it. Fuck me. How awful. Yeah. But we knew everything about him. We knew we got his manifesto. You can read it. You can download it. Uh, Breivik over there in, uh, in Norway killed 77 people. A lot of them uh, um, uh, adolescents at, at, a, at, a, at a socialist youth camp. Okay? I'm not a fan of socialism. I think we've made that quite clear on this show. But I'm also not a fan of mass murder. It's just not something I'm ever going to advocate for. Which we've also made quite clear on this show. Yes. <laughs> not, no, no bueno, no es frío. Yeah, no, that's for you. Not fucking cool, man. Fucking cool. You can read his 1,200-page manifesto because I have it. I have 1,200 pages of gobbledygook from this asshole. But why couldn't we get the transgender killer's uh, information? Why is that? What's the fucking agenda? doesn't fit their narrative. There it is. There it is. It doesn't fit their narrative, and it doesn't further their gun-grabbing cause with the narrative that they're going with. Because if it makes people on the right look bad, it's all over the news. But because it was somebody that was part of the uh, their alphabet mafia, <laughs> that, uh, you know, they had to cover it up. Like I, I mean, they were for, for no other reason. Like, like you said, like we have all these, all these other shooters. You know, everything about them. They released everything. Why, why be so tight-lipped and secretive about this? There's nothing. There's no particular reason to, other than you're trying to hide something. That's right. Like, and and people that want to call you like a crazy conspiracy theorist. Well, then why are they, why are they trying to be so tight-lipped about it when it, that has never been like typically any other time like you said like within 24 hours we know everything about that individual yep yep but that time they just and like i said steven crowder got into a lot of hot water because nobody wanted that getting out and steven crowder's an asshole but a broken clock is right twice a day as we often say on this show and he was right mm -hmm. about that uh but they were pissed off about it and again qui bono who benefits who's who what who is benefiting from this cover up? Why why can't we talk about it? You know what I'm saying, and it's very frustrating. But um, uh, I want to segue into something else. So last week, Christopher and I talked about the Army of God, not the real one, but a bunch of fucking uh, fuckwits uh, that are going down to the border. Well, they made it there, ladies and gentlemen. The the Army of God made it all the way down to Tejas at the border in Quemado, Texas. Trump 2024 flags flew alongside Christian flags as throngs of people converged on a rural Texas ranch to denounce President Joe Biden and the people who have crossed into the United States from the nearby Rio Grande. Many of those folks who arrived at the border town on Friday for the Take Our Border Back rally said they were uh, convening as Christians who stand against lawlessness and were doing so peacefully. The musical performers, vendors, political signs, and colorful clothing at the rally grounds contrasted with razor wire camouflage uniforms and weaponry stationed 20 miles south at the, sec at the section of border in Eagle Pass. 
The group arrived around 8 p.m. Friday local time and merged onto a two-lane rural road, creating a long queue of mostly personal or rented cars and recreation vehicles. They were led by a man on horseback waving the Christian flag, a white banner with a blue square and red cross upper left corner, three commercial trucks and a few buses, inching one by one through the open, uh, only open entrance on the ground. The convoy was first billed as 700,000 trucks that would head from Virginia to three points at the border, but that did not materialize. However, they probably couldn't get their vacation time approved. However, people joined along the way in Tejas, driving passenger cars, recreational vehicles, and truck towing campers. When they arrived at the border, organizers said the convoy numbered around 200. That's a far cry from 700,000, but whatever. NBC News was unable to independently verify the number, but it observed at least 100 vehicles. <laughs> Dorothy Richards, 67, a retiree from New Brownfells, had attended the leg of the convoy rally in Dripping Springs, Texas, near Austin, but arrived before the convoy. The Take Our Border Back organizers held their... Uh, held their Dripping Springs event at a whiskey distillery while Richard said uh, said free mugs of beer were handed out. She carried a Texas flag Friday, but then swapped it out for a sign supporting Texas Governor Greg Abbott in uh, his face-off with President Jose Biden over immigration. Biden had his chance, she said. Governor Abbott and Texas National Guard secured the border, Richard sign read. The Biden administration and Abbott have clashed over enforcement of immigration laws as Abbott has been sending immigrants allowed uh, immigrants allowed to await hearings in the U.S. to Democratic-led cities and has been operating his own border enforcement. Abbott is using the Texas National Guard and state police to apprehend people crossing the United States illegally and to elect, uh, erect a razor wire along the border. Border Patrol agents have said some of the actions are keeping them from doing their jobs. I'm not sure what their jobs have been lately. They apprehend two people out of 300,000. I don't think that they're very effective at stopping anything. I mean, they probably could give somebody a cold upon, you know, like, you know, you know, even with malice intent or malicious intent. Uh, these people are completely feckless. Uh, the, uh, the event could have easily been a Trump rally with flags, MAGA hats, and even a cardboard Trump. He didn't show up. That's wild he didn't show up there. Some took it further with a, with a hearse, with Trump 2024 on the front door and collecting Democrat votes one dead stiff at a time. <laughs> all right. Finally, a little accuracy. Um, written in all capital letters on the rear. Alma Arrendondo Lynch, 67, of Concan Tejas, wore a rhinestone women for Trump brooch and a wide-brimmed hat as she walked the ranch's grounds. Friday evening's rain and lightning had been pushed aside by a bright sun and warm temperature Saturday. I believe if we don't have a border, we don't have sovereignty. And if we don't have sovereignty, we aren't going to have civility, she said. Drug cartels own and operate the border, she said. Well, she's not too wrong about that. Like several others, she uh, said she was not against people coming to the border, but, they, but she said that they should arrive legally. The rally was largely calm, with the exception of some clashes with a handful of demonstrators who said they belonged to a group street preachers. They began protesting late Friday with a bullhorn, but were forced by the convoy and rally organizers to move across the street. They held an anti-LGBTQ and Islamophobic sign. What a party. The organizers used their own bullhorn to separate themselves from the protesters. 
and to tell rally goers they didn't disagree with the protesters' views. <laughs> but some rally goers didn't distance themselves from anti-immigration rhetoric used by Abbott, Trump, and others, which has raised alarms. Trump said immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. Abbott drew some backlash when he said that the state was not shooting people who crossed the border illegally because then Biden would charge the state state officials with murder. Uh, Abbott was planning to host several Republican governors in Eagle Pass on Sunday for a news conference on the immig- on immigration and the border. Asked about Trump's anti-immigration rhetoric, Scott, Scotty Clay of Alpena, Arkansas, who would not give his age, he gave you his name and his location, but no, you're not going to know how old I am. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's sensitive information. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Trump sometimes stirs the pot just to get the, the rouse out of the media. We are at war within our own country. It's on our southern border, he said. Doug Paget, a pastor and the executive director of Vote Common Good, was at the ranch and Eagle Pass over the weekend, too, counter the claims that conservatives and far-right groups constitute the army of God, as rally organizers have described themselves, and to support faith leaders who do not, do not agree with them or Abbott. When we hear people like this trucker brigade say that they are the army of God and they're espousing things that sound like Christian nationalist ideas, that puts a target on places like Eagle Pass, Paget said, referring to what he said was the belief that Christianity is the default religion of the nation and that's what makes the U.S. great. A lot of people are here to say say that the governor shouldn't listen to federal law. That sounds a little bit like insurrection. The convoy may be peaceful, he said, but attracts other groups that want to cause violence. He said he and other faith leaders were advised by Eagle Pass police against holding an outdoor hot dog cook-off and a prayer walk at Shelby Park on Sunday because the police could not guarantee their safety. What a place. Standing across from the ranch entrance Friday afternoon, onlooker Marco Castillo, 29, of Eagle Pass, said rally goers should have been in the area in December when crossings were more numerous. What is all of this for? For show, he said, adding that he's seen Dr. Phil's helicopter in the sky. Show. He said he said there's no need for Abbott's enforcement operation, dubbed Operation Lone Star, to be Eagle Pass, because look at what they brought, he said. Well, um, again, a humanitarian crisis decades in the works is now exploding, and now the retard brigade has shown up at the southern border to do absolutely nothing. Um, I, I much rather do the hot dog cook off. That sounds like a lot more fun, but, but whatever, I, I don't know what this is achieving. Um, I don't know what this is achieving. They're not stopping anybody from crossing the border by getting down there. Like this army of God is completely feckless and useless. Um, I'm not, I I don't know what the point of all the army of God, I, I just, it's hilarious. Like the whole thing is so silly and stupid. There's no, there's going to be no solution. The only thing I like that Greg Abbott did was send migrants to Democratic-led areas, especially Martha's Vineyard, and watch the fucking color come out of the out of the out of the faces of the shitlids that live there. That's my favorite thing because it's immigrants for thee, but not for me. You keep those brown people down there, okay? This is Martha's Vineyard, okay? The only brown person we want here is Barack Obama. That's it. And his wife and his kids. Everybody else is not fucking welcome. That's how these people feel. That's how they feel. 
And I think it's great that he busts them in. Go ahead. You wanted all these people here? Fine. You fucking deal with it. And then the, what is it? The mayor of New York was like, we're not equipped to handle this, uh, this kind of immigration. Oh, oh, you're not. Interesting. Yeah. How interesting. I suppose Texas is. <laughs> <laughs> They've been dealing with it for ages, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think, Angel? What, they, what should they do down at the border? Set everything on fire. I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know, like, it's a problem, obviously. I mean, I don't know how. It's, it's really hard. It's really hard, because you know what, people are trying to have a better life. And they're trying to come here to have a better life. And I get that, Mm -hmm. you know, but like, there are so many people that have come here to have a better life and they've went through like we have a process if you want to come here every country does it's not just america that's a good point so you know Mm -hmm. people who think that like once again this goes back to what we talked about previously you're a bigot if you don't think that people should come to america like that's not you know that's not the point the point is we do have a system in place for people to become citizens. I understand that it's probably expensive. Like I was lucky I was born here. You know, I don't have to deal with this. And I feel sorry for people who feel like they don't have a home and they don't have a place where they can belong. Um, it's, It's very sad. There are a lot of children involved. And, you know, my heart breaks for children, you know, cause they're, having to you know do all of these things that are fucking unsafe it's crazy it's crazy and um i mean i think people should just you know do all the things they need to do to come here legally um i think that you know i i don't know what we do for people who are at the border who want to come in i i don't know if like I remember in the past that there were like these like trailers set up that people were sleeping in or, you know, I don't know all the details. So like, I'm probably a bad person to comment a hundred percent on it. But like, if we could help, you know, these people out, so they're not in the fucking elements um, until their process is approved. I think that, you know, that would go a long way. Um, I know a lot of people are against that because it's tax dollars and all the rest, but you know what? We spend a lot of tax dollars on um bullshit and uh wars and all the rest and i think that you know if we're gonna spend tax dollars on murdering people we have enough tax dollars to spend on helping these people until they get through the process all right fair i think christopher i mean of course christopher i mean we're here to uh, to hear him chime in but uh, i think he's probably in the same mindset nothing's going to get fixed here this is going to be a, a problem in perpetuity because it's such a hot potato issue that no matter who go like it's i bet you like i bet you there are some democrats who want to fix the problem but they do but they don't touch it out of fear of it being political suicide because that they're, they're they're seen as the party of this is okay and Republicans are completely feckless anyway, so they don't really accomplish much of anything. What do you think, Chris? Uh, so, like, the in my mind, the sol- uh, a potential solution, one that'll, mind you, that'll never happen, is they should shut down every single fucking military base we have overseas, bring all of our soldiers home, and have them guard the border 
and actually protect the nation, like for real. What an interesting <laughs> and then and then maybe help expedite the uh, process a little bit for immigration. Um, instead of spending money on building bases and sending weapons overseas, they could erect, you know, large canopy tents with many cots to at least have people to give people some shelter while they're coming through. Because, I mean, people are going to migrate. Like, you can't stop it. You can't stop it. But you can control it. Yeah. To a certain degree. To a certain degree. degree. If they had the manpower to. And they would probably have the manpower to if all of our military forces were at home. Mm -hmm. Instead of fighting forever wars overseas. For that, too. Yeah. And and all the money that we were spending on wars instead spend on bolstering the borders. <laughs> like I said, this is never going to happen. Like, I know it's never going to happen. And like, just okay. saying it, like, I have a hard time keeping a straight face, but it's like, it, in my mind, it's a pretty simple solution. <laughs> you know, it's just never going to happen. No, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to happen either. Um, yeah. So more of the same with regard to that. Uh, they're not seen. I mean, I'm like actually really those like I'm not surprised, but I'm actually surprised that people are like, we're we're going to show up down here and we're going to park our RVs and our trucks and damn it. Don't you come in here? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what they're it's a God's convoy. They're going down there and they're going to get into the naked pile. And it's just going to be a bunch of dudes slamming each other in the booty hole at the border. <laughs> get back in the pile. All right. And maybe that'll deter them from crossing over. Like, man, <laughs> Americans are a bunch of goddamn faggots, man. I ain't going over there. <laughs> yeah. They keep saying back in the pile. <laughs> right? Just, back in the I pile. Don't know. All right. Okay. Well, the next one, speaking of money, you're all going to like this one. I like dollars. Um, as expensive as things are for people living in the cesspool that is New York City and the surrounding areas, uh, my friends, it's going to get awfully worse. New York City launches a $53 million program to issue prepaid credit cards to illegal migrant families. Democratic Mayor Eric Adams' administration is set to begin a pilot program to issue $53 million in prepaid credit cards to illegal aliens arriving at the Roosevelt Hotel to help them buy food, the New York Post revealed, or excuse me, reported Friday. Not only will this provide families the ability to purchase fresh food from their culturally relevant diets and the baby supplies of their choosing, but the pilot program is expected to save New York City more than $600,000 per month or more than $7.2 million annually, Adam's spokesperson Kayla Mamalak said the program will begin with 500 migrant families who must sign a form promising they will only spend the taxpayers <laughs> cash on goods. They will swear on the Lord that they will not spend money on anything else. Um, from the New York Post, it'll start with a group of 500 and it will replace the current food service offered there, according to City Hall. The cards can only be used at bodegas, grocery stores, supermarkets, convenience stores, and migrants must sign an affidavit swearing they will only spend the funds on food and baby supplies or they will be kicked out of the program. The immediate response card initiative appears akin to the state's food stamp program, dubbed SNAP, 
which provides lower income New Yorkers with a credit card to cover the cost of meals and will provide funds based on the same scale. The amount on each card will vary depending on the size of the family and whether any income is coming in. I don't know how that's possible, but whatever. Yeah, okay. Uh, According to the details, family of four, for instance, could be provided with nearly $1,000 each month, which comes out to $35 per day for food. Cards will be refilled every 28 days. This welfare program comes in addition to New York City spending almost $2.5 billion in welfare checks to over 720,000 residents, the most it's paid out in over a decade. And and New York City is housing over 66,000 illegal migrants after 1,500 more arrived last weekend, or last week, excuse me, as part of Biden's open border crisis. They're expected to cost city taxpayers $10 billion through 2025. Rapper 50 Cent on Instagram reacted to the shocking story on Instagram commenting maybe trump is the answer <laughs> oh no he lost fitty fitty's gone to the other side <laughs> uh w2f mayor adams call my phone i don't understand how the how this works somebody explain ari melber can't explain this i'm stuck maybe trump is the answer he wrote as migrants are released without bail in the city despite beating new york police officers the Democrats in charge are choosing to reward illegal migrants with even more taxpayer-funded welfare instead of following the law and deporting them. Um, how do we feel about uh, the thousand dollars a month? I can only imagine what a thousand. No, I can't. A thousand dollars a month for my family. I mean, shit. We're going to be eating good. For, I mean, for real. Steak every night, every night. I mean, it's going to be brilliant. A thousand dollars extra a month. I mean, that's amazing. My friend, we are eating filet mignon. There's homeless people all over the fucking place in New York. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? Oh, my God. Your tax dollars are work. It makes me want to vomit. <laughs> it, <it's... laughs> what are you going to do? It, it, it's it's the, the reminder that if you're poor and white <laughs> like you forgot unless there's a war right yeah but, unless there's a war and then it's yeah. patriotic young man good fight i'm reminded of east palestine ohio and i'd like to know if those families got a thousand dollars a month no how about or how about flint, michigan how about flint michigan how about any other how about any other place in the fruited plain that is suffering catastrophically the people who live along the ohio river who have been getting sick from dow chemical how are they doing they getting checks they getting a thousand dollars a month what about all the people that got sick from cancer related to these uh uh uh, chemicals getting into the ohio river what about them they getting their treatment paid for how about the funeral costs for the people that died as a result no there's no money to be had for them or you're an american citizen and you're poor there's two words friend fuck you oh i was gonna say get fucked (laughs) involve the word fuck and it's you getting fucked that's for sure that's the only thing that bothers me you want to take care of people i'm not gonna I, i listen we're all human beings. I understand. I agree with Angel. There needs to be, if we're going to have a border, we're going to have a country and all this shit, there needs to be, you should see the shit that happens at the Mexican border when you cross in from the South. Those motherfuckers are ruthless, ruthless to, to immigrants from Guatemala, other parts of, uh, of Central America and South America. Brutal to those people. 
Um, I'm not kidding. Uh, the Border Patrol and uh, the folks up here are lightweight compared to what goes on at the Mexican border on the southern portion of the country. Shouldn't mistreat people. Okay, we shouldn't people shouldn't starve to death. I get that. But while East Palestine has been suffering, it's been what, almost a year since that's transpired? Mm-hmm. Okay. How many of these people are getting relief that they deserve? Are the waterways clear? Okay. No, no, because nobody gives a crap about that. Okay. Like I said, same thing with Dow Chemical, poisoning our our river, one of the most important waterways in the country. Poison people for decades. Yeah, there was there was a lawsuit settlement, but you, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to resurrect the dead? You can't do that. They're gone. What, I mean, what's what's the price tag for that? You know. But like Christopher said, I mean, especially if you're poor in this country, you you are fucked beyond measure. It is absolutely insane how low on the totem pole you get. And you know, the thing is, is you know, Pete, you're going to spend all this money. There's a homeless encampment in Akron right down the road from here where hundreds, dare, dare I say thousands of people live in abject poverty and there's not a nickel to be found. We don't have money for those people. There's nothing to help uh, people. There's people in, in, in Akron that are living in, I mean, a level of poverty that'll make your head spin. Okay. People in Canton, yeah. people in Cleveland, all over the place in the Buckeye state, in your state, your country, Plenty of people that are literally fucking suffering day to day. There, there's a thousand dollars a month for them, neighbor. We don't have money for you. We don't have money for you. It harkens back to the story I've told a couple of times to my friends. When I was a single parent twenty years ago, I was making eight dollars an hour, working in a in a uh, in a warehouse. That ended up being a ten year career, and I was a single dad. And I remember calling Job and Family Services because I'm not a retard and I wanted my kid to be immunized against like measles, mumps, you know, the important shit that can kill you, right? Uh, all of that good stuff, getting him to the doctor, I applied for the Medicaid card. Medicaid, for those of you who are not familiar, is for folks that are under a certain socioeconomic level, okay? That meant to be a temporary situation. I explained to the people at the uh, county job and family services uh, office I'm going to be getting hired in at some point in time in the next six months to a year, which means I'm going to have my own medical insurance. Uh, I'm just signing up for my kid and I. So if something happens between then and now, you know, we could be taken care of. I was told no because I made too much money at $8 an hour as a single parent. Mm-hmm. I was receiving $100 a month in child support. $100. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I literally said, on, on God, no cap, fam. Dead ass. Dead ass. I said, so you mean to tell me if I work fewer hours or quit my job, I will qualify my son and myself? And the lady said, yes, if you do take a reduction in hours or if you're unemployed, you'd be able to get full benefits. The less you do, the more you would get. I'm not kidding you. This happened 20 years ago. I said, can you just, can I file the, the form for my kid? Like, I'm not, like, I don't care what, like, forget me. I just want to make sure that my, because I wasn't going to quit my job. Like, I'm trying to fucking, you know, live here, you know? I was like, can I just get it for my son? I got six months to put my son on it. 
And fortunately, within those six months, I was hired on full time and I got my medical benefits and then it was I didn't need it again. All the years of paying taxes to that fucking system. And I was told you're doing too much at eight dollars an hour. Right. Like how ridiculous, like how destitute must I be to get help? That that has sat with my sack in my psychological craw since that event 20 years ago. And uh, you can t- you can talk to me all day about that shit, neighbor. It wasn't right. It wasn't right then, and it isn't right now. Because, like I said, if you're poor and in this country, you're fucked. Now, imagine how much I'd be paying in child support if the shoe were on the other foot. $100 a month? Yeah, sure. We want half your paycheck. Half the check. This shit is serious. There's no recourse for the working people in this country and the working poor in this country. There isn't. There is, you, I hate it when I have to admit it. But sometimes you look at the at the socialists and the commies, and I'm like, you know what? Sometimes you're kind of right. I hate it. You're wrong about mostly everything else. But the poor in this country, fuck you. That's what the, that's what the government has to tell you. Fuck you. But the thing is, too, is like even like the middle, you know, even if you're not poor, you're middle class or whatever. Like the amount of money that the government takes out of out of my fucking check, like. I, I, I'm dumbfounded. I'm fucking, I don't even have words for it. Right. Like, you know, I want my fucking money. <laughs> you know, like if I had my money, I'd be able to pay for, off certain things and do certain things, but you take so much money out of my shit and I'm like, fuck you. You know, I got to live my life. I'm going to be happy. Like, so I'm not paying my fucking student loans. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hey, decisions have to be made. But yeah, man, that's all I have this uh, for this week. Uh, I don't have anything else to add. I'm going to turn it over to the group before we depart. Uh, we'll start with Christopher. Christopher, do you have anything? Nope. Just uh, if you want to watch us on video, check us out on BitChute. All right. Thank we you very like much. like to gaze upon our beautiful countenance. Yes, of course. Thank you. Angel, what else do you have? BitChute number two. Bit shoot number two. Don't forget to check out the Substack. That is also available and that is free. And if you feel like donating, you can. If you don't want to, that's fine too. We also have that. Uh, don't forget to subscribe uh, to the Bit Shoot, but also on across all podcasters and platforms. And if you have a good review for us, we could certainly, we would certainly enjoy ha- uh, having that, and we would appreciate it. First and foremost, I'd like to thank our premier sponsor, Fairly Decent Golf, and the rest of our sponsors. Thank you very much. Thank you to the patrons who contribute to the show to keep the lights on and to keep us in the black. Last year was the first year we were actually breaking even, which is pretty rad. Uh, We really appreciate your help with that. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the conclusion of the podcast, which means that we are going to talk about something very important, and that is how terrible you smell. Now, with uh, with, uh, Valentine's Day coming up, Okay, which is in a solid 10 days. You have 10 days to get your act together. Now, I've said I may have since Todd is refusing to do anything with his website and getting soap on there. Neighbors, I have tried and I've tried very hard and I'll continue to advocate for you because I want you to get your hands on that gay soap. But I'm going to talk about that gay soap. If 
you are not taking care of yourself leading up to this. This is a big day for a lot of people. A lot of people are going to be going out for the first time. Maybe it's the first time you see each other naked, trade a few, uh, a few gallons of, uh, of, you know, um, you know, saliva and God knows what else you're going to do out there. We don't judge. We don't care. We want you to be safe and consensual, of course, but none of that shit is going to happen. Exchange of body fluids is not on the cards for you. If you smell like shit, Okay, you're using the wrong soap. Your your skin's dried out. It's disgusting. Your penis is flaking. Uh, all of this, the lips where they count are all dried up, folks. You smell bad. Your ass stinks. You're 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 flaky. You're chafy. You're disgusting. All of this can be solved by using medicine for your body. Listen to your soap. A for champion. Check out Todd's Gay Soap Akron Apothecary. Todd's Gay Soap is medicine. It's medicine for your body. Your skin is your largest organ. Takes care of the fat folds. Takes care of the dung ditch. The ball bag. All right? The shaft. Those other lips. Under boobs. All that good stuff. Take care of yourself with homemade cold-pressed soap from gay hands to your precious undercarriage. All those places. Be respectful of other people, folks. Make sure you smell good. Use Todd's Gay Soap every time that you can because Todd's Gay Soap is soap for that ass. Remember, you can't be an ass master with a dirty dookie blaster. Get out there and watch that ass with Todd's Gay Soap. (laughs) Thank you very much. We love you guys. Have a great week. And we will see you next week. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Bye.